This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, out. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. My name is Anthony Nicolosi. And I'm Skylar Sokol. And that was a beautiful rendition of the intro we'll, that will definitely get edited out of the podcast. So go to YouTube <laughs> if you want to hear something horrible. <laughs> yeah, well, Steve Downs definitely thought it was cool. Um, for sure. We are This week, we are continuing our topic uh, from last week, console versus PC. We had a ton of really articulate... PC versus console. PC <laughs> good feedback from the community over on Instagram. So we uh, wanted to talk through it, uh, let it guide our conversation this week. There's so Let's much go. to this topic um, that I, yeah. I think we'll touch on. But so we, we, you know, there's there's sure to be more follow ups to at least maybe sub uh, sub topics of this topic. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. I googled Let's it a go. little bit right before we recorded. I was just googling some stuff. There's so much shit. Like every year, people posting about PCs selling better, consoles selling better. This game sold better. They hear this game so It's like everyone wants to talk about this topic. It's a big topic, and I yeah. mean it matters, right? Because, like, it's funny because it's some basically at this point, consoles are just PCs, and PCs are just consoles. Like Steam Big Picture Mode exists, which basically turns your PC into a console. Xbox app for PC exists, which basically turns your PC into a console, right? Yep. And then consoles are just moving more and more towards being pcs so we're we're coming to the grand unification at some point you know that's a very (laughs) interesting place to start because um this week we asked we had a post where we asked the community what do they prefer pc or console and what was some of the what were some of the biggest reasons why and mateusz jablonski i got your potatoes on um discord who we Why give his address before. and social security number too. His literally his Instagram <laughs> handle is Mateusz Jablonski. Like he did. it up. Okay. Fair it up. The, his Fair social enough. at the end of his handle. Mateusz Jablonski five one one six six three six four two or something. Right. What if you nailed it? Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So he said he preferred co- console. I wanted to touch on it because you just you just mentioned something relating to it. I prefer console because you can play with friends at home, and on PC you can't really experience the hearth. So first of all, call shout it out, out, call it out, yeah. Jesse. Shout, shout, shout out to Mateusz for the fucking the, pandering to Anthony. The venue the shout Shell out. Award. Uh, now, all right, that's I, interesting. I'll tell you. Um, because he's my brother-in-law, I know that his uh, in his particular scenario, the hearth is a huge deal in their household, right? There's four, four boys, four teenage boys who regularly game all the time and regular, regularly game uh, with each other all the time, right? So the uh-huh. split screen hearth goodness is a uh, very uh, prominent, you know, feature for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, you though, you've done more of this like... You do some of this playing on the couch, PC games on the couch, right? I just plug my laptop HDMI into the TV. You can get something called a Steam Link, which basically takes works over your internet and just over the LAN and streams whatever's happening on your PC onto the TV. So you can basically just like play your games from your PC on your TV. So there have been peripherals and features that have been existing to do exactly that. Yeah. You know, um, 
Because that is something you lack on a PC, right? Like, it's hard to have other people with you when you're playing PC. Like, I can have someone sit next to me, but that's basically it, right? Like, I get one person in here, and then it's probably too much after that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that gets into, like, an interesting thing around, like, either using the Steam Link, like you were just saying, or, you know, just running an HDMI over to your TV or something. Like, you... it's you're definitely able to play games uh pc games on tv and stuff but um i don't i think that when a, when developers generally are targeting the pc demographic you you just this is maybe a a topic for another venue discussion surrounding around the workstation per jesse shell but like you know you don't you don't expect the target demographic maybe most of the time to be playing local multiplayer split screen right not necessarily, but there have been a huge amount of indie games that have come out even over the in the past few years that are local multiplayer yeah. sort of Split party games, yeah, that are on PC, mm-hmm, like Gang Beasts, games like that. Okay, yeah, uh, not so, even split screen, like games that can be played on one screen, so you don't even need to split it. Right, everyone's on. the Well, same we played screen. that. What was that one fighting game we played? Dive uh, kick. Was it knife kick? The one that was like you had alligators and it was like all crazy. Anyway, maybe that was it. Oh, Lethal League. Lethal League. Lethal League is the one I was thinking. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, that one has local like multiplayer, right? Game. There's been a lot yeah. of games like that that have come out. So they do do it a bit. And I, I mean, any console game that's split screen nowadays is probably going to be on PC as well, right? So I don't know. I think it is the traditional view, though, is that console was for the living room. PC is for like, right? It's like the venue. Console's in the yeah. hearth. PC's in the workstation. But I think that line is blurring for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I will, uh, I'm going to finish that out with, like, as we said on that Hearth episode for the podcast. I want to say it's episode seven. If you're interested, go check it out. The Kings of the Hearth, Nintendo, right? Um, and that, uh, and, and, th- and inaccessible from anywhere else because of their, exactly. uh, exclusivity. So, Although, yeah. Granted, if- they, interesting to call them the Kings of the Hearth when most of their consoles, especially the Switch, right, is built to be able to be Play played portable. outside the Hearth as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we'll touch on that in some people's feet. But- a lot of people preferred the like the switch the most uh because trying to cross venues the cross venue console i mean hey it it it's definitely a, a lot of people do love that feature i mean considering how popular mobile games are i i would i would want to get into that space if i could with my console right Again, if we look at it from a venue perspective, you're tapping in, like you said, to multiple venues. You're tapping into the Hearth venue. You're tapping into uh, the uh, Reading Nook venue, per the way Jesse described it. The one that so far is dominated by, you know, mobile games and will probably right. continue to be. Um, so, yeah, mobile very games and these weird new things called books. <laughs> <laughs> Watch those. Do I, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe these like digital Kindle books should have like, you know, in Twitch, like idle chat mechanics. So, like, the more you like in, you just get like this artificial like increase. I mean, in- I will tell you, I read books in the Kindle app on my phone, and it does like tell you how many minutes you have left in the chapter and the book. Yeah. And I think that actually like motivates me to me continue too. Or the, reading. Just even that progress bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think you have it on the desktop web app. If you, if I remember correctly, huh. yeah, yeah me that too. shit motivates <laughs> me, dude. It it definitely does. Yeah, I'm like man. this chapter's only ten minutes. Hell yeah, I'll read that. <laughs> yeah, I got this. I yeah, I yeah, me too. Same. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I digress. No, no, that's good. Uh, Tucker Kraus came very art- artic- well articulated. Long Is this his Instagram here. handle? Tucker Kraus. Tucker underscore Kraus. What yes. are all these first name last name Instagram people? I know. All right. Watch out, guys. Take one from Doctor Chinchilla. Yeah. Obfuscate yeah. that name. Uh, all right, here we go. 
here's what he says. Looking at the PS5 specs, you can build a PC very similar for around $1,200 or in a year when RTX 3000, RX 6000, and Ryzen 4000 launch even cheaper. The PS5 is rumored at 500 but when you factor in PSN... So the, uh, I want to... Focus oh, on this for a second. We totally yeah, missed. we totally missed it last time, and I thought it was so good. He called it out here. When you factor in PSN, which let's be real, everybody pays for, it's sixty dollars a year plus a console generation is about seven years or about four hundred twenty dollars in total. Damn, that's because so, that's the maintenance that we never we talked about with PC. We never had a parallel console, but that's totally the console maintenance is the. Is the network subscription? It's yeah, an, I did extremely even think about that. good insight here. I had like he, forgotten that was even a thing because I play PC games so much. I forgot you have to pay for that shit. Yeah, I'm. I you know you got to think with apparently the loss they take on hardware at the beginning of a console generation. Um, I mean, and he even calls it out. You could build something similar to the PS5, like with the update SSD, maybe for he says you know twelve hundred. It's prob it's going to be more than five hundred is the point, um, and it's so if they take a loss at hardware up front, not necessarily hundreds of dollars, like they have different deals there on the manufacturing side, but mm-hmm. they take a loss on the front. That's a way they recoup their costs, right? Is these yeah, 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 totally monthly subscriptions. So anyway, he says on PC, Epic Game Store has free games games weekly, and everywhere has free online, so you're not losing anything there. So he also calls out holy shit dude does epic store have good free games too this isn't yeah. like your run-of-the-mill shitty free games these are like games released in the past couple years that are triple a titles that are free it blows my mind when i see some of the games that are free on there so this is why you buy the Fortnite stuff guys okay keep <laughs> allowing <laughs> epic keep epic up because they do good shit yeah quite frankly epic all things considered i think have been pretty out have done admirably with the extra cash they've generated. Agreed. Between, They're, bet- yeah. between that stuff and the stuff they do with develop- for developers with Unreal Engine and all that stuff. Um, right. So he keeps going. Uh, so when you okay. factor in all those costs that a PC, that a PC doesn't have, uh, you get much more... F- you get more bang for your buck on the PC, he says. Um, right. Customization and better looks also is a thing he prefers. Um you also get mouse and keyboard controls everywhere, which is something he prefers. 144 plus FPS, which is much yeah, better that's than a big, 30 or that's 60. That's a big thing. That's like one of the, in my opinion, one of the biggest arguments is the FPS argument. Well, and we we talked about it last time, right? It's something that when you experience it is extremely hard to go backwards on. You know? Very much. I have a friend who was whose game was running at like 60 FPS, and I was like, come on, that's fine, dude. He's like, no, I can't. I can't stand it. I hate <laughs> yeah. it. Well, uh, you know, I... On previous podcasts, I talked about like one of the reasons I just like could not get into Destiny uh, was because it was at 30 FPS on consoles and just couldn't do it. And especially after Halo moved to 60 and everything, like it's just can't do it. Um, yeah. So anyway, along he also adds along with mod support, um, he likes mod support. That's something we kind of touched on last time, I think. But yeah, I mentioned um, it at least, but I'm not sure we had an extensive discussion about it. Yeah, several people called it out here, including Mr. Turtle Fist Pump, who's in the chat. Um, anyway, he says another thing he likes, which I think I touched on somewhere. I might have touched on it in, in Instagram, talking to people. But the nice thing about playing on PC is that you use your PC for other stuff. And like his case, he's like, you know, I use it for school and stuff. And it's nice to just be able to hop into gaming like 
from totally working dude. on something. I'm working from home. I'm like, all right, I got to wait an hour for this pipeline to run. Hop into some ranked Valorant with like yeah. one button press. Or I was telling you this weekend, right? Like I'm, I need to wait for this uh, code to compile and I can, not only do I need to wait for the code to compile, but then afterwards I know I'm going to just be running through a debug cycle for a while. So it's like, right. I have seven minutes. I can just alt tab into Rocket League and play, play yep. free play for five minutes, you know? Like, or play a ranked match. I could if my, dude, I got fucked on internet. Uh, on ones the other day, I, like went back down oh, to like no. plat two. The yeah. lag, oof. Yeah. Anyway, um, he and so he closes out a few games like Spider Man being an exclusive for the PS4 aren't enough to outweigh the benefits in his opinion um, of PC. And PC still gets all the third party games, and if you're into strategy or simulation games, um, they have PC has a much greater selection. They are the um, king of those two genres by far. And he uh, he finishes with uh, including having every now Xbox exclusive, uh, including Halo yeah. Infinite. Cough, cough. Yeah, yeah, that's a great post. I re- who is this from? This is Tucker Krause. A fantastic post. He's a uh, and this is actually I, I with from previous conversations with Tucker. He's um tra- he he was historically an Xbox guy, so he's uh, transitioned over to PC and is is, is enjoying it. Yeah, that's when I was a Nintendo sixty four guy, and then. I got a GameCube guy, and then I got converted by Bioshock. <laughs> Bioshock was the first PC game I ever played. I think once even you make it wasn't the investment, even a PC exclusive. Yeah, once you make that investment and you get set up on the PC, I just I don't I don't think I know anybody or I've heard of any story of somebody who makes that investment and then goes back to console. Like yeah, like they regret it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen. Um, I I just want to finish out because he's I asked him what do you think in regards to convenience and ease of use since that's. Mm-hmm. often that's one of the big console arguments yeah and he said personally and this i think what he says here is something that is just true for a lot of pc people he said personally i actually enjoyed building my pc it wasn't even an inconvenience it was like an expensive and fragile lego <laughs> that's um, very true that's how it feels and that the first time you flip the switch to turn it on and it like doesn't turn on you're like fuck and then like <laughs> the troubleshooting begins <laughs> Yeah, and he says, like, you know, for UI, it can be definitely smoother on console since it's, like, you know, all optimized and strictly gaming. Um, but, yeah, he loves... He, he just reemphasizes all the previous benefits he had um, mm-hmm. that he liked. So, you know, I there's a lot of people who I've run into, play PC, who that's how they feel, too. Like, they enjoy sort of the, uh, I'm going to say, hobby of maintaining the PC, if you will. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for those people, it doesn't matter if it's, there's a little bit more work, you know? I mean, like, if you get excited about new consoles coming out every seven years or whatever, get a PC and then you can get excited about, like, new graphics card coming out, like, every three months. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to wait yes. seven years to get hype. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, true. Uh, so, butters.n says, um, it's something that I think, uh, focuses on just how the different, the different platforms, uh, cater to different parts of, the, the gaming demographic because butters.n says i played my first games on consoles but pc took me to a whole new experience i know console is awesome but it just feels good to explore the virtual world with wasd and mouse in hand um you're right you're right my brother <laughs> so the 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 thing there and others um said something similar is that low consoles are in a lot of ways for many people a gateway into pc gaming if you will like their gateway they uh 
if you go, if you think of it from that venue's perspective, if somebody starts off maybe in mobile gaming, especially modern day kids, this isn't something that's kind of like crazy for me to think about, but for a lot of the younger generation right now, the first games they're going to play are on their phone, right? Uh, um, totally. And then the console demo is a, is a step up in seriousness of the, you know, and of, uh, it, it, especially in regards to investment into gaming. Um, yeah. In our generation, it sort of felt like the Game Boy I was, was like say, the first yeah. thing you played on, right? And then the console is the step up. But now you have a phone, which everyone has. So it's not even yep. an investment. There's zero investment, basically, for phone That's how games. it feels, yes. Yeah. And so then the console is the first like um, exclusively gaming-related investment, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. The person gets exposed to that that those types of experiences, which are still not uh, really available on mobile, even though the rise of cloud gaming is coming. Um, you know, you can't play those games unless you have a dedica- some dedicated hardware for it, and then some people transition from there into PC. Until my so, phone is as big as a TV, I don't give a shit about playing AAA or, games. Or if I it. have uh, like those Iron Man. Um, holograms but except yeah. it has to look real good that's legit, sweet yeah you throw down like your little cube computer yes. <laughs> my game cube oh wait <laughs> already taken. sorry um sorry right oculus <laughs> okay so carson lewis five says he says pc so another pc don't get me wrong i love in capitals love console console specific games are just unbeatable sometimes i just find that you can find great games on pc for twenty dollars they have the same amount of content as some sixty dollar console games this is yeah so and this is just talking about indie games in general is the big thing i think like um i i don't know this is becoming less of a pc thing since consoles are supporting indie games better now but the fact that like I can buy a game, like, recently I've been playing a game called Hades, which was, like, 15 bucks or something, and this game easily, like, or The Binding of Isaac is probably the best example, because I've got, that game has, like, hundreds of hours of content, and originally sold for, like, 15 bucks or 20 bucks, right? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, same with Rocket League, too, right? Like, Rocket League, even though it's on both, right, there are these games that exist that are cheaper, and yeah, I don't know. This may be an argument more for indie games than for PC, but the availability of those games is definitely higher on PC. Well, I want to, I want to, I want to touch on this real quick because also there was big news this this past week since our the time we recorded the previous episode. The NBA 2K was going to be releasing at seventy dollars. Oh yeah, I saw that. So a lot of people were talking about how other publishers, so Take Two Interactive, publicly traded company, other. They were saying like other publishers might follow suit and raise game prices to $70. And this started, we asked Instagram and Twitter what they thought about the price for people Leave who are already in EA to raise video game prices. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, this time was take two. This time was take oh, wait, two. Is NBA 2K not EA? No, it's take two. So is this time, published by EA? Nope. Uh, it's, it's take two also. 2K is actually like a publisher. I don't know if you subsidiary is the right word of Take Two Interactive. So, oh, okay. did you know Bioshock? I didn't know Bioshock was published by Take Two. That I think I did though. Okay, yeah, I knew they did some shooting game, but I couldn't remember. Anyway, point is they raised it for seventy dollars for a sports title that has uh, annual releases, right? In which that's literally the same game every year. Yeah. So, 
yeah. So last week we touched on the fact that the average console gamer buys two games a year, right? I tried very hard to find data. I couldn't. That it might be locked behind this two thousand five hundred dollar data report but i tried to find data on what percentage if they have a way of knowing what percentage of like the console market share buys like a sports game a year because i swear to you dude like two games a year you're gonna buy one of them is madden you know one is madden or nba or something right and so if you think of that and then if you think of how much how prominent like quite frankly call of duty is on consoles um those two games might be madden and call of duty every year (laughs) yeah like that's what they buy you know um i know that that's pretty that's been true historically for uh my brothers like they buy like the new madden every year and they buy the new call of duty now fortnite's you know thrown a mix into things but like they and their friends that's largely the games they buy every year and it's crazy so many people pointed out on Instagram, crazy that these games, these sports games, which have so little like delta year over year on year over year, uh, remain at the sixty dollars price point. Yeah, damn. You know, with one hundred and twenty dollars, you could either buy two Maddens, two years of Madden, or like six. What's Journey retail at? Do you know? Like, is Journey? You can get on the Epic Store for I think fifteen bucks. Yeah, and I, I probably when it released, it was like twenty, thirty max, right? Like, I, I think it was probably low still. Yeah. It's like, 15 right now, yeah, on Epic Store. It's just that uh, that demographic of the gaming market is just conditioned totally different. Um, I don't, you know, it's it's understandable. When somebody transitions over to PC, they see the breadth of tight, you know, of game poss- game experiences. I, I think uh this is another thing I want to touch on real quick before we, we move away from price. The $60 price point in now digitally also for the AAA games historically came from the fact that that's what they were at retail. And we broke down mm-hmm. exactly how those prices used to shake out. Long story short, a $50 game, only $8 would actually go to the developer. The rest goes to the publisher or goes to um, retail buyback and uh, whatever, like stocking shelves. Um st- PC gaming is maybe entirely to think, thank for in Steam and the rise of the digital workshops for like changing up how that works, right? That that distribution model flipped from that retail model to a 70-30 split, right? Which was uh right. revolutionary. The Steam split, yeah. Yep. And uh enabled I, I think that's why you see a greater diversity in like um not monetization options but you know in on pcs there's just more indie games at a lower price point um like you said more sales happen faster um yeah yeah the market different different segments of the market condition differently so anyway yeah it's i think it's really interesting because um on console i think a lot of people get pigeonholed from their like knowledge of console gaming with the people buying Madden and Call of Duty only, that a lot of people underestimate even the like breadth of video game experiences yeah. that exist. And I think a lot of the negative opinions on video gaming probably stem from the stereotype of like console gaming of this Madden and Call of Duty are the only games that exist kind of concept, right? Yep. Uh, absolutely. Um, this touches on so many things that we should get 
we can do a separate one. Like, you know, what seg, what, where does that segment of the market get their video game news? You know, I mean, right. Yeah. That's super interesting. They still get, I, I know a lot of those people just still make, inf- they buy their games based off of TV ads, you know? Which is cra- right. Yeah. Like, it's nuts. Like, nuts. They, yeah. They, they don't even know what IGN is. You know, they've right. never heard of an IGN. They just don't even o- know that they're supposed to hate IGN and everything they say. <laughs> they, they don't know anything <laughs> about any of that. IGN being like, I would say, m- one of the more w- well-known names no, right. of those, one right? One of the best known. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, that's... Uh, that's just whack. Uh, you you yep. choose what game you buy based off of the Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> like, right. Right. Holy right, right, shit. Right, 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 yeah. Right. Anyway. Okay. Uh, again, another. I'm I gonna... guess they probably also eat it like Olive Garden a lot and <laughs> <laughs> buy a lot of Coke products. But, you know, that's may- maybe there's a similarity. That's there. the American dream, my dude. <laughs> you like the. You know, the consistency of that big corporate experience. Of yeah. that unlimited breadsticks, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Those are good, though. I'm good. Uh, to be or not Toby, who was hey. here, Mr. Turtlefist Pump, said mods and emulators are one of his favorite things about PC. Emulators are great, yeah. I said, I asked him, what games do you play only because they have mods. And he said, I legit bought Skyrim a second time when I built my PC so that I could mod the hell out of it. Uh, uh, Skyrim is probably like one of the best examples of a game with mods that exists. There's literally a mod that turns all the dragons into Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> well, he just and said, it looks like he actually said fuck. Thomas the Tank as dragons is 10 <laughs> yes! out of 10. Yes, see? <laughs> exactly, Toby. Yeah, you know. He also said Gmod is tons of fun and people have made tons of cool games out of it. That's Gary Mod, right? Yeah, that's Gary's, Gary's mod. mod. Yeah, that that game has just like games within it. So many. It's unbelievable. Like Warcraft 3 is like my childhood, right? Warcraft 3 is the game I played the most. That's where I learned played Dota and all that. That game, like I didn't play that fucking game. Screw playing the like RTS Warcraft game. <laughs> that shit sucked. We played custom games exclusively, all community made in the Blizzard like game editor, and that's all we played. And I could list off like 50 that I played regularly, including Dota. L- Dota was literally a mod. Like yeah. Dota, League of Legends, MOBA genre in general came from a mod, right? A community yep. made mod. And that would have never existed if PC didn't exist. Yep. No, for sure. Um, I'm trying to uh, find some. So many people coming out with, you know, they prefer PC. Several of them mentioning that they prefer PC, but they play console because uh, they don't have money to invest in a PC right now, mm-hmm. or uh, because their friends are all on console, which. It, you know, yeah, crossplay is a huge issue. It's still yeah. an issue. I can't believe I'm saying it's still an issue, but it's still a huge issue. Yeah, it's nice to see that some uh, some studios are, you know, and publishers are opening up to that. But like, the you know, we talked last time about how the different platforms are kind of managing that. Nintendo and PlayStation have remained relatively closed on that front. Yeah. Nintendo but we also talked about how hard it is to balance a competitive landscape across different control yes. like formats, right? So Yes. It's hard. But like why can't you know I why can't Rocket League be well it is. Rocket League is like one of the only games that's cross platform Yeah, Rocket so. League, Fortnite are some examples that come off the top of my head. Destiny two actually did. Kudos to Bungie after they split from Fuck Division. Like because uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> God. Yeah, we just watched that uh, fucking video. God uh, dang. 
chill out, bro. <laughs> Stupid ass Activision. They uh <laughs> they um what's it called? As soon as they split, I remember buying I was just complaining about the 30 FPS on um Destiny 2 on console and I kept think when they released the the PC port I was like, this is such bullshit that I need to buy this game again on PC to play this fucking thing. Like, there's no way they can't. Like, there's got to be a fucking database somewhere that says what gear I have and ties it to my account you, somehow. You, you want to talk about fucking Killer Instinct, a game which was an Xbox exclusive, which came to PC on the Windows Store and is now on Steam. And literally, if you own one, you cannot like it. it they don't interact at all. Literally, the Windows version like exists in the Xbox universe, and the Killer Instinct exists in the Steam universe. And their crossplay can only be through like one specific mode. You can't even play ranked between the versions. It's ridiculous. Yeah, this, I mean. Maybe, you know, knowing that sometimes technical things, like maybe that code is shit and not easy I'm sure to refactor. It has to do with the know? code being shit. Like, it could totally be. But moving, like, from, from here on out, games that don't have that feature, it's just like, come it's on, dumb. fuck you, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, All right. You got, man, uh, you got I, a couple more spicy ones for us? Uh, I am going through here. Uh, when I was younger, I played... J.D. Patchy says, When I was younger, I played games such as Halo CE and Age of Empires on PC. So he played the first Halo on PC. I made a transition to console, and I have been playing there for about eight years. However, I preferred the control the controls on PC and the overall performance I got from it, so I'm working to build my own PC at the moment. So he actually had a pc to console back to pc kind of story he did that politician flip-flop <laughs> <laughs> um i said what caused you to switch to the console back in the day um it was he said it was the 360 because of halo 3 and then uh the black for ops exclusives came right and that's what we said one of the big reasons people push for consoles these exclusives and nintendo has maintained that so well that people still buy nintendo consoles wholeheartedly right yep like, Nintendo's showing you how to, if you want to make your console matter in the PC universe, you be Nintendo, because, and that sort of sucks, right? Because their games are inaccessible to anyone who doesn't have a Nintendo console, but works yeah, business-wise for them. You know, to be fair, usually the Nintendo consoles are a nice chunk cheaper than the comparative... It's true. They are they are doing that. Yeah. Consoles. You know what's also interesting? I hadn't really thought of, but... It's it's interesting that the the switch, you know, which we were talking about, has that portable edge to it. Like exists next to the Nintendo DS. You know, like it, the fact that both those consoles exist is ridiculous. It's so funny. Yeah, I was I was thinking they that sort of at least stopped for, supported the 3DS pretty much, but yeah, it's kind of chilled a little bit. Like from my perspective, I, I was thinking back to my experience that you touched on. I started off on a Game Boy playing Pokemon. Game and that Boy. That totally got me into wanting the 64. You know, yep. so, so that hardware path, Nintendo was ahead of the game a little bit on that, you know? I guess so, yeah. They were, they were indoctrinating you into the cult so that they, you would yeah, stay they, around. They, they got you hooked. They had some lower friction entry point for you, get you hooked on the IP, and then create some other version on a more higher fidelity version. I remember they, it, 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 was it that like Pokemon, um, Tr- like gym or some shit like you could load in the cartridge of your poke your game boy game and like play them in a big 3d uh, environment pokemon you know stadium about? 
Pokemon Stadium. That was it. Pokemon Stadium. Yep. That shit was it's, great. Yeah, I've owned cool. every Nintendo home console. Like I, I can't say about any other company, but I've owned every like since the N sixty four, which was the first one I was like aged to buy. Right, I've had N sixty four, GameCube, Wii, Wii U, and a Switch. Right, like, and I can't say that about any other company. I buy a Nintendo console every generation just for Smash, touching on right. the exclusives thing. Um. And because it's so fucking good in the hearth, uh, it's it, just, it is. It's amazing. They, I, I'm happy that they've uh, stuck to that. You know, like so many platforms and developers and studios have lost their way in a sense on that, right? They, or at on least the hearth, they choose, yeah. yeah, or they choose to go a different direction, whatever the right. hell. Like when Halo Five came out with no split screen, it felt like for so many people, you can go back and look at the reactions. Everybody's like, "What? Like Halo is <laughs> right. all about." Like even Halo Four had four player split screen. I mean, anyway. So Rough. yeah, I, I, pro, Nintendo th- is what's up. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think that about rounds it out. I said like, so, cool. there's uh, literally hundreds and hundreds of fantastic comments from you guys. Um, we uh, uh, there. Be prepared for follow up like YouTube videos surrounding some of these things on these topics, um, and maybe you'll get shouted out there too. So sick. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Where can people find us? If you want to find us, find us at our website, kokoalaentertainment.com. There you have links to all our social media. Most of, most importantly, our Discord, which is not verified because Discord is still not doing verification. So click on the Discord link in our, um, in our, on our website and that will get you into the Discord. There you will, you will begin to participate in the universe of our upcoming game. Uh, several projects right now. Yeah, several projects hitting milestones, getting some lore details um, as they move on. We also yeah, do... Yeah, check out. There's lore stuff now, like a lot of lore stuff, stories, pictures. Check it out. We, Tell us what you think of it. Yep. Let us know what you think. Uh, let, us know, let us know your, your theories uh, if you've got some... Also, on top of that, we do giveaways every three weeks on the Discord. Um, so if you want some free stuff, join there. We do some f- great giveaways on our Instagram as well. Again, all those links are our social media, ke- at koala underscore ENT on Twitter as well. Maybe we'll do some Twitter giveaways. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Um, anyway, right on, right. guys. And buy the new shirt. Yes, which I am. That thing is so sick. Yeah, the Koala Tech Summer, that shirt and that design, we actually have. We are working on some stickers for you guys. We know that you guys have loved stickers, some Koala Tech Summer. That design will go away at the end of the summer. Um, so please consider supporting our studio with some f- sweet merch. And uh, yeah. yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know what you thought of console versus PC. What did you think of these things? Did we miss anything? Any reason why consoles are superior? Let us know. Yeah. Let me know what other weird instruments I should buy since I have a whole collection now. <laughs> I have a Chirango, this little like South American ukulele what? looking thing. Yeah. Get that next time. Yeah, it's around it's somewhere around here. Next next week? You're playing us some Chirango. Okay. It's you have to you learn have to, like, the theme. You have to kind of go, <laughs> You have to learn the, the theme song on it. Yeah, we'll do a Chirango uh jaw harp duet. If I can remember, yeah. Okay. I'll 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 hit you with a fat A minor that you can solo over. That Perfect. thing's in C, right? I, I have the piano no trumpet. Idea. Oh, okay. guess we'll yeah. find out. Oh, the piano trumpet's in C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So come tune in next week to hear our awesome live pre-quality time concert. I'll do some pentatonic scales. <laughs> That's all it can do. All right. Right, all right. on, everybody. We'll see you. Bye. <laughs>